Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. Welcome, and thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. I woke up this morning to very sad news, which is that I have been eliminated from the playoffs in two of my three fantasy football leagues. I am still alive in my fantasy league, which has my parents and my 75-year-old aunt. My wife, who is 13-0, has not lost yet this season, which is amazing. And I still have a chance to make the playoffs. I have to beat my brother this weekend, which is always fun. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you posted. I think I'll be really sad if somehow I don't I don't survive the playoffs in my fantasy league with my family. Anyway, uh, let's see. This week, Laura and I are talking about actually one of my favorite topics. It's the idea of attribution, which boils down to the idea of can you make choices in your own brain that help uh, enhance your relationship? Maybe you are a little bit more invested than your partner is. Or a little more willing to try stuff out. This is stuff that you can try kind of just on your own. And um, I think it's actually one of the most powerful things you can do. A lot of my thinking about this comes from a book called The All or Nothing Marriage by Eli Finkel, which you should check out. If you haven't seen us, we did a YouTube thing with a Scary Mommy, of kind of internet famous Scary Mommy that's helping young moms uh, deal with you know, becoming parents and working on their family and just kind of navigating life. Uh, so you should check them out on their YouTube channel or on the Instagram. Um, if you're not following us on the Instagram, you should do that at Marriage Therapy Radio. But for now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen your face. Yeah. Like we've um, both been to and from Disneyland at this point. Yeah. And you didn't find my treat. I did not find your treat. Okay. I don't understand how I was supposed to find the treat given that you took a picture of a of a door. Not even that, but like a part of a door. It was wood. Yeah, well, I have lots of thoughts about this. But Uh-oh. yeah, what I took a picture of was a hidden Mickey, which is all over the park. Which we did not. It's just ears, I, right? It's which just I told ear you. Shapes. Yeah, I told you. And then I said, if you ask at this one restaurant, they will tell you where it is. But the hard part is like, what? and then okay. if you mm-hmm. sat down at the place where it was, if you did the thing that I told you to do, you would have mm-hmm. sat down on a bench mm-hmm. and underneath that bench would have been a map for Holden <gasps> with that talked about Bob trash music 
and Bob Tra- how he I could forgot get about this. the Bob Trash music. <laughs> so I put a lot of work into this, and you just kind of was like, whatever, I don't know where this is, so I can't find it. Of course, you couldn't find it. You had to actually do a little bit of work. And I know that's the hard <laughs> part when you're Disney. No, okay. I don't have any excuses. I am really sad. I wish that I, I think that if I had more information and a personal letter from Ray. Who's Ray? I asked you in advance. Did you watch the Star Wars movies with your kids? Is your kid under, up to date on all the well, Star Wars stuff? I didn't Dar- watch the movies. Ray. He well, watched Well, you said you did. He did. Okay. You asked me if Holden had seen them, and I said I, I said think did he's you, you guys two. watch the whole mm. Star Wars movies and get Holden up to speed? Because when you go to Disneyland yeah. and you do the Star Wars thing, it is bonkers. It is so very cool. It is. I and agree with you. That, that is where coolest. we chose to leave our treat for okay. your son that you asked me to leave. And then <laughs> you're like, whatever. I don't know where this is, so I'm not going to look for it. Uh, I just wonder. I should have just lied and said we went and the map was gone. Clearly, they have a phenomenal cleaning crew that went. There's underneath no the chance. Table. It's still there. We're going to find it three years from now. That's perfect. That's exactly yeah. what we need. Uh, I did want to let you know that I reached out to Eli Finkel. Oh, yeah. Yes. So nobody knows we're doing that, by the way, because we haven't aired that episode. Oh, we haven't. Okay. Um, Well, I don't know when this is going to come out, but I'm going to mention again, get your copy of All or Nothing Marriage. I'm going to guilt him into, I'm going to say, we're going to get Eli Finkel on the podcast and we're going to talk about the All or Nothing Marriage. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I have learned that fancy research people respond to guilt and shame. Very well. Uh, very well. Most yeah. people, most people do. Guilt and shame are pretty powerful. I'm big on, uh, I got a couple of them lined up. I got one that I found that I'm super excited about. Just you have to, to talk today into the mic because we we're recording a podcast. Sorry. There you go. I got a, I got, I found, I found somebody <laughs> that I wanted to interview and she just agreed today to do it. So hmm. that's cool. I'll tell you about that later, but I'm also like kind of high. I really want to talk to Esther Perel. I really want, okay. I really actually, I actually want to ask her real questions about real things. And okay. I don't know if it even has to be on the podcast, but she's. Uh, you just wanted you to ask practice. her out for lunch? No. Doesn't even have to be on the podcast. Break. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Esther Perel would be really interesting. I, there's definitely. Esther. 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 And the way she says it is so lovely. I, I mean, she's another yeah. person that I'm like, if you could read the dictionary and just record it, I would be a okay with that. Right on. Yeah. Um, here's something that's happening. I'm starting the hard 75 or the 75 hard. 75 hard. Yeah. Yeah. 75 hard. And if you, if yeah, you've I heard of it, you know what it is, but I'm going to describe it. Cause the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you did your, your 45 version. medium. Yeah. <laughs> You did 45 medium. So here's the 75 hard or hard 75. Either way. You know what? Oh, hey, listen, let me just say this. Uh, Sometimes like we get, we get a handful of messages on the Instagram and some dude wrote me and I forgot. And and just reminded me, uh, somebody asked me about the 45 medium and friend of the podcast whose name I can't remember right now. I just want you to know I got you maybe if I remember, but I I do remember that you asked me and I'm happy to what did he whatever. ask you? Do you know? Is it personal? He said, hey, I'm interested in the 45 medium. And why don't you tell me what that is? It was on the back end of some other okay. things well, that he had about I'll tell you. Didn't you, didn't you explain what it was? So I'll tell you what the 75 hard is. You can talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. 75 hard is 75 days. And it's really meant to kind of have you do hard things. And the point is there's no, no modification. This is not like one of those things where it's like, you know, you have to do a diet, but it doesn't, you, you get a cheat day on Sundays or you can do 
this diet, but you know, if, if you fail every once in a while, it's no big deal. Like it's literally saying, do not augment anything. So basically for 75 days, you have to have two workouts of 45 minutes each minimum, mm-hmm. one indoor, one outdoor. You have to drink a gallon of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to read 10 pages of a professional development book every day. Or personal, personal, uh, like or excuse book. me, personal self-help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is there? It's working out. It's drinking water. You have to follow some kind of a diet plan, but you get to determine what it is, but yep. you have you to, to take stay a picture on the diet yourself plan. every day. Oh, I think that's actually brilliant. I really okay. like that part. You take a picture of yourself every single day. Anywho, uh, my other love, Nate Bagley, <laughs> he started it five days ago and mm-hmm. he called me and he sounded high. Let's mm-hmm. just say he was mm-hmm. like, had so much energy. And I just said to myself, Laura, heck you need a, you need some discipline. That is literally all I'm chasing right now is discipline. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start that on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> because I have some important things to do this weekend. Great. Yeah. Great. Oh, and there's like no alcohol. And yeah. I mean, it's really all about like eat clean, move your body, get some good sleep and, and, you know, grow your brain and yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. So your medium 45 was. 45 what? medium was similar, except it was more, um, moderate and included things like grace and, um, (laughs) (laughs) and imperfection and slow and steady, which is my life philosophy anyway. Um, so how'd it work out for you? I got what I needed out of it. So I was happy and I made, I made, I made, uh, I had this really weird experience over the last couple of weeks, which is, uh, the only way I can really describe it is I sort of feel like an adult. Like Hmm. I just feel more and more like an adult. And so, if 75 hard is a thing that I used to look at and be like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. You know, you've known me long enough to be like, I'm all about it. I'm going to be like, and I would crush it. I would kill it. But then what would happen is on the back end, I would just go back to normal and I would just like, just go back to all those bad habits and and all the results would go away and it would just like be whatever. And I was thinking about something because I have a health concern. That's not a super big deal, but I'm actually going to the doctor today to that. And I, and I realized what I was going to tell the doctor and what I'm going to tell the doctor is I think I need like some kind of moderate consistent plan that I can execute over time so that I can have health for the long term of my life. That's good. I, I know. Like I know. Right. But I think that's the thing that adults say, right. I think children okay. say, I'm going to do this fad thing and I'm going to crush it and I'm going to make it. Right. Da, 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 da. I'm going to get super skinny for burning yeah. man. That's yeah. what my husband would say. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> Rather I, than I want to move when I'm 65. And I have done that my whole life. I am not knocking it. I just feel like I had this sort of surprise transition in my own brain. I was actually describing it to a friend at the dinner table and he was like, you do. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I kind of, that's weird, right? Like that doesn't hmm. sound like me. And he was like, no, okay. it doesn't sound like you at all. And I was like, okay, good. I mean, that's the sign of maturity. So hmm. um, that's my, um, I think, you know what? More power to you. Go for it. Go, I'm, go I'm do really, 74. Do you know I that don't I think have, you're going to make it. Okay. Oh, here's the all other right. thing. It's 75 hard. If you, if you miss a day, like even if you miss your photo, you got to yeah. start over. Okay. So you have to start all the way back at the beginning. Zero. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually so 75 I can days it. from now, let's see, that's the first of December. So that's, that's it's like 30, mid-March. yeah, so it's 30, 60. Should yeah, I keep like, everybody like up? The middle of like, February. It's like Valentine's day. All right. Yeah. So perfect. Thank you <laughs> so for the, uh, I've uh, just going back to the adult. I have felt like an adult since I was 16 years old. Oh, like I have honey. been, I know. Yeah, so this is time. It's time for you to do like your like frivolous kid thing right now. 
I'm wondering if there's going to be like a midlife crisis in there for me at some yeah. point. I don't there know what it'll is. entail. I'm going to like paint my, my hair purple and get like nipple rings and stuff like that. You know that Zach and I are huge fans of getting support, and that is why we have partnered with BetterHelp to put you in contact with licensed professional counselors in your area. Tap into the world's largest network of licensed, accredited, and experienced counselors who can help you with a range of issues, including depression, anxiety, trauma, grief, relationships, and more. With BetterHelp's counselors, you get the same professionalism and quality that you would expect from an in-office counselor. With the ability to communicate when and how you want, whether it be messaging, through the phone, or video conferencing. The matching process is quick but thorough. Look, I know that a lot of therapists are booked out and difficult to get into, but don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need. The cost is less than half of what Zach and I charge, which is kind of unheard of. And when you register with BetterHelp, you are supporting Marriage Therapy Radio. Go to trybetterhelp.com MTR. So it's trybetterhelp.com forward slash MTR to register with BetterHelp. T-R-Y-B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P.com forward slash MTR. And you receive a special discount as a Marriage Therapy Radio listener. Uh, is there something important going on with your couples? I'm just kind of, okay, can I just tell you? Um, tell me anything you want. I know that we have an international audience, but where we are right now in the Pacific Northwest, we're heading into a really tough time. This is, a, I think that the weather right now is impacting our Washingtonians in a way that is very different than it has in like the last three years, meaning that it's getting gray. It's dark out at 4.30 in the evening. That's when the sun is setting. Um, it's getting cold, but I'm noticing that there is a level of PTSD of anticipation of this sort of lockdown because there's some new COVID things coming out right now. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of people that are experiencing these like PTSD symptoms of going into kind of a deep, dark hole, even though we're not on lockdown, but they've mm -hmm. been here before. It's not just the first time we're coming around to, let's say March, 2020 is when we first kind of started to experience some lockdown. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of wondering, are you experiencing that? Because you have all Washington clients. I, I see Washington and Utah and it's only my Washington clients with the, the mm. weather related stuff that's happening. The SADs. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't, I, uh, I, I get that. I don't know if it's exactly weather, but I do think that there is, I think COVID has done a, a number on people yeah. for sure mentally. And I think that's everywhere, right? I think it's children. Um, my daughter is a freshman in college. She says, she, I mean, kind of everything that we know from our peer group and from her peer group is that freshmen are just struggling right now. They were inside for the last year and a half and now they're on college campuses and they're just having a really hard time trying to what figure out how to struggling with all of it. Just kind of sort of the, 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 the big shift between sort of being alone and isolated and, and pretty insular to being on this big college campus and kind of being alone and not having learned how to do the adulting part. And I mean, just a lot of it, but I think it's, I think it's that side of it. I think it's people just general in their sort of health and well-being. But I do think mm -hmm. couples too, like they're at this point though, I think part of what I'm realizing and what they're realizing is it's not COVID. It's, it's kind of the more the, wherever you go, there you are thing. And this mm -hmm. is like, they haven't gone anywhere in a year and a half and there's, mm -hmm. and, and they're having to really grapple with the reality of who they are. And that is 
sobering and challenging and difficult for people. And I think it doesn't help now that the sun is going down sooner, specifically here in kind of the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know how you felt in LA, but like when I went to, when we went to LA and the weather was just, I was like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. Like just, I mean, it was all I have to say is that's what it's like at Bend, Oregon every day, but nobody Mm -hmm. move here because we are maxed out. Um, No, it is. It's been beautiful and sunny. And that's the hard part is, you know, hearing the my mom in particular Thanksgiving came down and she just was like, I don't want to go home. This has been mm-hmm. amazing. Just the sun and being greeted with a sun sunrise and a sunset that you can see through the clouds is something mm-hmm. that she just takes for granted. And mm-hmm. it was a big change. Um I don't know. You start talking about identity and like trying to figure out who your what your identity is. We've kind of talked about in past episodes too of figuring out your identity as a woman, as a man, as a husband, as a wife, mm-hmm. as time kind of moves on. And now you just mentioned something COVID related, which is now you're having to grapple with what your identity is, maybe as like a college freshman on campus. But I'm thinking, don't kids do that through technology? Hasn't that been a huge piece of their upbringing and their experience is using technology to communicate with other people and get that reflection back as far as understanding what their identity is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about Disneyland and I, I want to write about it or talk about it or think about it out loud. But How did we one transition them, to Disneyland? Well, let me finish my sentence and I'll tell you. Okay. Um, (laughs) But I think that one of the things I really, so one of the things about Disneyland is it's, it's designed to keep you in a state of awe, right? Like you're looking around, you're like, Oh my God, look at that. Or look at this or look at that other thing. And even the lines, even the lines you're in have all these clever little tips and tricks and like little hidden uh, jokes or clues about different things. And Hmm. I, I was really, I, I wouldn't say discouraged, but I was super bummed how many people had their faces in their phones. Like, I 100% agree with you. So there was a kid in the line uh, at the Haunted Mansion and he had earbuds on, phone in his hand. He was watching a movie. Right. While waiting in line at Disneyland. And I was just like, yeah. where about, that's my daughter. I was like, we are not like, let's do, let's look around. Let's find stuff. Let's tell stories. Yes. about people. But, but so the technology piece is, this is where I'm going is I think there's something that is uh, not human. Like there's just something, there's a, there's a humanity that's missing about okay. all of this stuff. Like even oh, if they totally are agree. connecting with other people and, and they have more right. access, I don't think they have access to like faces and skin and, um, you know, even just the ability to look up and look around for longer than 10 or 15 seconds. Like it was mm-hmm. really like, even at Disneyland, you know, you used to walk in there and the big moment for our families anyway, was like, get a map, get your map. Let's get the map. We pick up the paper map and we would like, find out where we're going to go and you could look at the now, different things. Now on your phone. clever things. And now maps on your phone map yeah. says you're here and you want to go there. It takes you seven minutes to get there. Go ahead and walk. And when you get there, the line's going to be 45 minutes long. And, minutes it, long and I was yeah. like, maybe I don't really want to go over there. So there's no discovery anymore. It's just, so I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, I have lots and lots of thoughts about all of that, but, mm. but, but, you know, uh, if you, but thinking about kind of what I'm, what I'm thinking about with couples a lot right now, it really is about, okay, fine. This is your situation. This is your, this is the situation you're in. Like now, who are you going to be? Like, what are you going to choose in this space? Um, and I find myself talking a lot about, we've brought it up a couple of times here, but, um, this idea of kind of the boring neutral that everything that you have in your life is essentially just text on the page. And then you get to decide how you're going to direct that. So if it's a screen, if it's a scene from a show 
or a scene from a screenplay and you hand it to a director who directs a rom-com, it's going to be lighthearted and funny and playful. And there's going to be some slapstick in it. And if, and if you hand it to somebody who's directing more, you know, family dramas or horror stories, there's going to be danger around every turn. And, and the, mm-hmm. the, the comments are going to be biting and the, and you know, I hear people tell me all the time, well, she said this and I felt attacked and I was like, okay, but what if you didn't? Right. What if you didn't you feel attacked? So are you, are you saying that you as the recipient of that, get the opportunity to mm, decide what it is that you are hearing or interpreting, interpreting what it is. That I think is you get to decide. Yes. I, I think you get to decide and it's okay if you're wrong. And here's what I mean by this. And this goes back to Eli Finkel. So if he, if we're listening to Eli Finkel right now, or if he's listening right now, he can tell that we really do admire his work and <laughs> want to talk to him. But he, yeah. um, he introduced to me anyway, this idea of uh, sort of the attribution skill. And the attribution skill is if you, basically when you boil it down, it goes, if you boy, if you observe a negative behavior in your partner, right. Make that attribution to something that's going on for them. If you observe okay. a positive behavior in your partner, make that attribution about who they are. Okay. And don't do the reverse, right? If you see a negative behavior mm-hmm. in them, don't make that attribution about who they are. Right. And if you see a positive behavior, don't make that attribution about kind of just what's going on because mm-hmm. ultimately it doesn't matter. Do you want me to keep talking about this? Please. I mean, okay. I'm, re- I'm like really intrigued that right, your so adult is showing up today and I'm into it. <laughs> Um, I'm getting new appliances today. That's probably why I'm getting new appliances or upgrading from the child appliance, the childhood appliances to the fancy one. (laughs) But will people put dishes in the dishwasher with a new dishwasher? That's the question. They will. They will. As long as they don't put my pans in the dishwasher. That's okay. Here's the deal though. This is the way I teach this in my office. I mean, I think it's pretty close to the way it's in uh, the all or nothing marriage, but it basically goes like this. If your client is, or if your, if your partner comes home late from work, and they walk in the door and you say, and that's a negative behavior, right? Um, that's a negative. Attitude. Sure. Yeah. And you say, here you come, you're late again. Cause you're always late. You don't care right. about whatever. You just like never count on you lollygagging your whole time. Do you stop on the way home yeah. and get a couple of drinks first? Like if you do that mm-hmm. in your brain, let's only say you open your mouth, but you do that. And then you open your mouth. Your partner is going to be postured for a defensive response. You've already created that in them. If your partner walks in the door and they're... How are they going to know what you're going to say? Because... Not what you're going to say, but then let's just say you, then you open your mouth and you've you've made this attribution in your brain. Then you open your mouth and you're like, hi, Uh huh. you know, your partner's... Or or it's about time or whatever it is that you say. Mm -hmm. But if in your brain, you make a positive attribution, which is, oh my gosh, I'm so glad they're here. I wonder if everything's okay. I wonder if the bridge was up on their way home. Oh no. And Mm -hmm. traffic is kind of bad. I bet they had a really Mm -hmm. hard day. I'm going to... Like, and you go, hi, you've postured them for a non-defensive response. And listen, here's the key. It doesn't matter why they're late. Let's say they did stop at the bar on the way home and they were just being disrespectful. And you go, hi, how are, are you? Is everything okay? They have mm-hmm. to now decide whether or not they're going to be entitled and self-righteous about it. Or let's say they did get stuck in traffic and the bridge was up and they stopped and pulled over and pulled a baby out of a burning car. And you're like... <laughs> And you're like, where the hell have you been? Or some version of that. Then right. th- this hero who's been trudging through the traffic all day long mm-hmm. gets to go defensive. And it again, it all almost 100% of that has to do with what you did in your brain. 
So what do you do to change that? Because I, I'm thinking of clients in my office right now. And I can tell you of many, many, many where that is the case. It's the attribution error. It's the, I already know what you're thinking and what you're going to say because you have shown up this way and you have attributed me. It's sort of like I can never do it right, right? Like the thought process yeah. is, yep. I tried, I put effort in and I can. I just can never get it right because of the feedback that you've given me, the attribution uh, that I didn't care, that I you know, didn't put enough time and energy or whatever it might be. I'm lazy. Yeah. How do you change the thought? Well, first thing I would say to that client is, well, what if you didn't? What if you're wrong? What if, I mean, what if you are? I mean, not that you, are, you might be right, but what if you were wrong? How would you behave if you were wrong and you didn't know what they were going to say? What, what options do you now have that you didn't have before? Because the reality is the second you drop into the thing where you go, I know exactly how this is going to go and exactly what you're going to say and exactly what we're going to do. That sets your partner up to go. Yep. That's exactly how I knew you would respond. So now I'm going to just do this and then we're going to do that. And then you're going to do this and we're going to go do the other thing versus your partner comes in and says, you big dumb jerk. And maybe you go, Oh, is it, did I miss something? Is everything okay? Hmm. All of a sudden, okay. Rather than bracing for it. You know, what happens? They go, whoa. Yeah. And so the other mm -hmm. side, of course, is the positive one. Here's the positive one. Let's say your partner brings home okay. a gift. Like they bring you a gift from their office or they just bring home a gift from work. It's a three inch porcelain unicorn. And no, it's, it's 16 inches. It's big. It's awkward. It's an awkward, but it's All porcelain right. and it's a unicorn. And they okay. walk in the door and you go, oh my gosh. I cannot believe you remember how much I love unicorns. That is amazing. Thank you so much. I, we had that conversation a year ago. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's option one. Cause, cause you're okay. generous and you're kind and you're thoughtful and you remember stuff I say. Right. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Option number two is what, uh, uh, what is this? Did you, does this, did you get this from a client or something? You just want to get it out of your car? Like we don't have room for this. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's option. So let's say they did get it from a client. And they just mm -hmm. wanted to get another car and you, and they walk in and you go, Oh my gosh, you are so generous. You're so kind. They, what are they going to do? do that every time someone's holding something <laughs> lovely, I'm going to yeah, attribute exactly. it to they're giving it to me because they were th thinking of me or, or they walk in with a porcelain unicorn, which they got from, uh, that. And you go, what, what the hell is this? Did you get this from a client? And then he goes, or she goes, no, oh, hold on a second. I, I went out of my way, pulled over to an antique shop, walked in to look specifically for a gift for you for our anniversary. And you're giving me crap about maybe I got this from a client like that, that night's not going well. And again, a hundred percent of that has to do with what you do in your brain before you open your mouth. And I'm just mm -hmm. trying to tell clients like, what if you just did the other thing? What if you did, what if you just chose the pos the, the appropriate attribution condition and then okay. let that govern the rest of the situation? Because no doubt you're in your grooves. Of course, you know that what they're going right. to say. You've been with this person forever yeah. and you've been inside for two years. So uh, mm -hmm. yes, you know, but what if you didn't? What if you just wrote a different script? And some of that is actually just practice experimentation, uh, a game that you play. But yeah. I promise you, like I I've been doing, um, <laughs> doesn't really matter, but I've been doing this, especially <laughs> with Rebecca right now, because she's having a really <laughs> She's having a tough time. She's having to step up as super mom for our 19 year old and she's doing a great mm -hmm. job, but it's fatiguing and tiring for her. Right. And so I come home from work and I'm like, how are you? How was your day? What's up? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What did you do today? How did you like, how'd you knock it out of the park today versus yeah. what did you get? What'd you get from Abby today? 
mm-hmm. what happened today? You know, like, mm-hmm. and she, she responds to that, right? She goes, yeah, yeah. I got to do this with her and I helped her with that thing. And then, and I'm like, cool, you're a great mom, you yeah. know? But if I said yeah. nothing, if I came in and went, oh, my clients are driving me crazy. Right. And just maybe ignored the mood that she was yeah. in or didn't pay. Yeah. That night's not going well. I'm just thinking about the groove, right? Like it's one thing to tell folks, hey, here's the deal. You have a choice to choose the attribution. Take the positives and make that internal to your partner. Take the negatives and make it external. It's, you know, it was because of traffic. It was because of the boss that held them over, whatever it might be. They chose to pull over and get you the unicorn because they're kind and generous and not because, you know, somebody handed it to them and they're trying to get rid of it. I get that part. It's the, but how, because that is, Mm -hmm. I am in a well-worn pattern of a 20 year relationship where I have gotten to a place of contempt and criticism. And now when I look at my partner, I attribute just about every negative thing to who they are as a person. I mean, that's the real hard part. And like you said, like make it a game, like focus on it, whatever it might be. And I've been working a lot with this idea of like gratitude, with the idea of almost like meditating on your positive, on your partner's positive characteristics, whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, actually, I think we, when, when Holden was young, I read a book and it said, if you want to sort of positively reinforce your child, point out the characteristic about them that is innate rather than what they're doing. So when I come in and my son has made his bed, which is something we're working on every morning is having him make his bed when he gets ready. Um, I say to something like, wow, look at how diligent you were or look at how um, careful you are or look at how whatever the characteristic might be rather than just saying, oh, you did a nice job on the bed. It's taking something and then also attributing it to a characteristic that is innate, that is going to continue in who they are. So it's not external, but it's internal. So I'm kind of thinking that that might be something I'm always trying to attribute sort of like things that I learn about child development Mm -hmm. to adults. (laughs) This is, it turns um, out you could be almost, you know, 50 and you could still be childlike. Well, well, this is the other thing. Like I've said, I've joked many times about how I have three wives and some of, some of my best marriage stories are with children, you know? And so I'm trying to like talk to some, sometimes husbands. I'm like, why don't you try this? And it's always a story I have about like my 15 year old. I'm like, well, but maybe don't treat them like a 15 year old. You know, it's like Uh a weird uh thing, but, but indeed I think our best instincts around parenting and our best instincts around the relationships, they're the same, you know, it's basically just treat people with regard and respect and then reinforce and draw out for them the thing that you really admire and appreciate. And, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the, to, to answer the sort of the, how do you do it? I mean, people go to therapy and they listen to podcasts because they want to get better at stuff. And I'm like, okay, well you got to practice. Like just yeah. try it out. I mean, try yeah. it out for a week and just see what happens. If you, if you decide that for one week, <clears throat> you're going to give your partner the benefit of the doubt, or you're not mm-hmm. going to, this is the other one. You're not going to take the bait. Right. Oh my gosh. We all I know. Do. Yes. Yes. We all know what our partners are trying to do to rile us up or to draw them into their drama. Um, and what if you didn't take the bait? Like, what if you just did something mm-hmm. different? What if you just pivoted? I, um, I was with this couple yesterday and I 
this is maybe a little bit different topic, but here's another skill that you can try to do. They, um, they're just sniping at each other over and over again. Well, you did this and then you did that, but I, well, I wish you would stop and you're always, but you're the one. And I just was like, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. And I said, at first, like I tried several times. I said, why don't you try to talk about what you, what you do want instead of what you don't want? Like start your right. next, start the next thing with like, here's how you could help me. Versus mm-hmm. and, and have that be a thing that they could start doing, not a thing they could yes. stop doing. Like, let's yeah. just try that. And they couldn't. I mean, that was really, really hard for them. But I finally it just, is. I finally just it said is that. It's really hard. I, so let's say her name was Laura. I said, hey, Laura. And that his name was, I don't know, uh, Ryan, for example. I said, yeah. I'll say, I said, Laura, um, are you unclear? I'm talking to Ryan at this point, by the way. I said, Laura, are you unclear? about all of the beef that Ryan has with you, all of the problems that he has with you. Are you unclear about anything that he no. thinks that? No, 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 no. I'm very clear. Yeah. Right. We tell our partners all the so I was time. Like, Ryan, I was like, Ryan, you can stop telling her now. <laughs> she knows. That's so good. She's got it. Like yes. you don't have to tell yes. her anymore. Now we need to tell her something she doesn't know. And if you tell uh-huh. her something she doesn't know, which is, Hey, Laura, I think if you would just, you know, praise Holden's character instead of his like actions with the bed, that would really be, that would really help me also step up as dad. Now, mm-hmm. now you go, oh, I can do that. Cool. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'll try that. So, I mean, I think again, part of it is just doing can the I, thing you don't do and saying the thing that you don't say. Yeah. Because I was working on this with, with a couple, a fabulous couple and they start off with, okay, great. I'll tell you what I, what I really appreciate and what I want you to do, right? The positive inverse. I'll tell you what I need from you as opposed to how you're failing and have, have, have failed. And they go into, I really appreciate it when you do X, Y, or Z. And then the way that they finish it off with is because, and then they say, because the way that you've been doing it for the last eight (laughs) years, and I'm like, stop, hard stop, 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 stop. Because you're right. Like we are very clear on how we fail our partner. We're clear on our partners, you know, things that drive them nuts, the friction, the, the, uh, what do they call it? I can't even... What are the things that like drive people nuts? Like pet peeves little, or whatever. Little, yeah. Pet peeves. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was whining to one of my friends about Rebecca and he goes, he goes, <laughs> I have to give him credit. He goes, uh, um, if you gave Rebecca a quiz about all the stuff that you were whining about right now, would she, would she pass? And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. He goes, would, yeah. she, would she get a hundred percent? I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah. well, you don't need to quiz her anymore. <laughs> like okay. she's got it. She understands. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like now you need to like help her figure it out. I was like, ah, oh, until my all my clients. Right? By the way, I'll say one more thing. Um, if we're just looking for ways that you yourself alone can uh, sort of take control of some of the yeah, whatever, it's this attribution thing. It's mm-hmm. the it's the not taking the bit. It's helping. It's expressing your need in a positive way. But here's one more thing. I had clients jump on a call over the weekend um, and. They're in, they're in a tough spot. They're having a really hard time. And he got on the call. And the first thing he said was, I want to start the call by saying, I'm really open to making this work. I really do want to learn how to do this. I really want to take advantage Mm -hmm. of our time. I'm really interested in not arguing this time. I really want to kind of, and then, you know, she was like, okay, and this is what I want. And I was like, hold on one second. Let's just pause one second. He might be lying. He might be full of shit. He might totally be just smoke screening, all of this, but sure, but let's thank him and set him up for success. And let's acknowledge the effort. Let's acknowledge that he even came up with the creativity to stay, say those sentences 
Because mm-hmm. I think the other thing that we can do is when our partners do something positive or when they attempt repair specifically, we have to allow the p- repair to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we want to, that's a big thing in the research, right? The, the research isn't about the quality of repair or about the number of repair. It's about the failure of repair attempts. When mm-hmm. repair attempts aren't allowed to succeed, it's, it's a divorce predictor. And we want, yeah. so I emphasize this all the time. doesn't matter what the repair is or even how elegant it is. Just acknowledge it and say, thank you. And I can work with that. And then, yeah. you know, again, you've set yourself up to not be sort of in the groove or just sort of doing the same thing over and over and over again. Well, you touched on something too, which is, uh, and I have a couple working on this right now is just focusing on uh, kind of, man, it's so it's, this is very timely in what we're talking about because I'm seeing this over and over and over with multiple couples that I'm working with is this idea of how much does your partner know all of the things that they're failing at and frustrating you and irritating you and you know, how well do they do on the quiz for, and everybody's batting a hundred, batting a hundred, mm-hmm. batting four hundred thousand. Batting a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Been out of the game for a while. But here's the thing that's um, messed up about that. If you're a baseball player and you're batting 300, you're amazing. You're still a, you're still an F. It's three, still an F. Three out of 10 though is incredible in baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like fine, go make, get three out of 10. Don't whatever. Yeah. So you're batting. Okay. You're batting a thousand, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead. Yeah. Is this idea of the positive reinforcement that in the moment, and it, I think that that's a really good skill that we can practice in the office is reminding people how to reinforce the things that they like, that they appreciate and saying Mm -hmm. out loud, Hey, I really appreciate that you just said that. It helps me to know that you're in it right now, that you want to make things different. I like hearing that out loud from you. That positive reinforcement, uh, I mentioned it. So Nate Bagley talks about be your partner's drug dealer, that when you positive reinforce your partner, there's this chemical reaction that happens inside of their brain that makes them feel good. Okay. You just gave me a compliment. So now I'm going to remember that felt really good. And my body is going to start to react and say, Hey, you should do more of that. And it's just kind of this fun thing of look at how many times you can positively reinforce your partner or look at how many times you can positively reinforce your children of just telling them like, Hey, that was really cool. You grabbed everything out of the car and you brought it in. Like, look at how you did that because you're a badass of course right? you grab because you're a helpful dude like you're you helpful. surprised me huh? that's exactly it so tying it then to the characteristic because it's yeah. an attribution inside of who you are because you are a helpful dude that's exactly you it. always do more than i expect you to do right and boom now he's like gets a little dopamine hit yeah. and he's like i'm gonna do that next time because that felt really good to me and that made mom happy and she told me how happy she was anywho i'm gonna hey, do we land this thing. Uh, yeah to- totally i'm gonna do a little yeah. bit of a self-promotion narcissistic thing because i want some motivation but uh, like i said i have a lot to say about disneyland in fact i think i'm gonna write quite a bit about it here in a minute but i want to write it for people who are going to read it so i'm gonna try and wake up my writing effort. I think it's called stuff I write.com or it's a, it's a, Has it been a while it's been a written? while. Yeah. So okay. if you yeah. guys want to hear what I have to say about Disneyland, you can help me out by subscribing over at stuff I write.com. I think that's what it is. Yep. And <laughs> if I see that pop in, I'll be like, yep, I got to get on it because I got to write it. Um, right. Cause I, cause people are counting on me. So, and I think that will just right. help motivate me. It's part of my 45 medium strategy. And I just mm-hmm. want to wish you all the best of luck with your 75 hard effort and start Sunday. I'll keep you in the loop about how it goes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to write a number on a piece of paper 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in a How sealed envelope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, okay. No, I That's listen. Like a gender listen, reveal. You. Okay. Are, you are a badass. Like you do stuff, and you are good at it. And I know that you're gonna find a way to take care of yourself. And I hope that this is helpful for you in the short term. But I, um, yeah. By not believing in me, <laughs> I'm gonna be the realist in your life. Just so you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's land this plane. And um, by the way, we have a meeting in like 12 minutes, so don't go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Yep, I'm right here. Okay. Uh, right. See you later. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. We've mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, Eli Finkel's book is The All or Nothing Marriage. This is the time to pick up a copy because we're going to talk more about it. We're going to be reading that book. Um, I'm thinking the month of January and I sent an email off to Eli. If you know Eli, just let him know that uh, write me back and come on to the podcast. Uh, That would be really helpful. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your time and your attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.